Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I just started oh. recording as soon as you said Jetta farted on you. <laughs> she's, so, <laughs> she's so stinky for such a little dog. How are you, Ash? Nice to see you in the chat today. We are very excited about We've never done this before. Maybe like, I don't know, this could be something that we do on a regular basis if it kind of, if it I works. Know. We're merging the two worlds. We're it's merging been... the two worlds. Yes. Yes. Hi, Benny. Nice to see you. Crew is in the house. Benny's here as well. Yeah, Ash, I'm feeling good today, um, which is good. So I had my jab yesterday and Tam had her jab this morning. So we're I did. like, we're I've still got an arm. Each. Yeah. 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 We're, we're getting immune. Half the country's done in New Zealand now. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's so good. I think we're at um, 60%, 60 something percent for the first jab in Melbourne, which is pretty exciting. Oh, that's good. Um, not sure about for a second. We're, we're a bit behind with fully vaccinated, but that's good because it's like with Pfizer, you only have to wait three weeks. So it's like in three weeks, we could be up to like, I don't know, 60 or 70%, which is exciting. Yes. Uh, 52% Benny saying for the first jab. That's amazing. Ash's hers is next week. Yeah. Uh, tell Jarvis he needs to swap his fedora for an Akubra. He does. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I've got a, um, Tam, I've got a little emote. Um, of Jarvis that um, only Benny has access to because he's a tier three subscriber, which is, I know you don't know anything about Twitch. We will no. discuss all of this, which would be fun. <laughs> what up, Watto? Nice to see you. Guess what? What, Watto? Hi, Watto. <laughs> oh, 17 month subscription. Let's go, Watto. What up, 80? Nice to see you here as well. Oh, all the regs here. This is so awesome. How good. I'm getting a little. This is so fun. Woohoo! Getting a little video. Getting a little vid, but I can't see the Twitch screen. So, hi, everyone. I know. Hi. <laughs> um, hi, Tegan. Nice to see you. We're, um, we're so excited about this today. We're just, this is, we're trying something new. I didn't yes. have a guest for today. And I was like, last minute, I was like, Tam, let's do this. And you were like, absolutely. This is, this sounds awesome. So yes. what up, Benny? 13 months, subby, let's go. 13 months. I can't believe it's been 13 months, Benny. That's wild. What I getting his jab in a couple of hours as well. So um, yes, what anyway, I we're going to try this. Mm. We're going to try this whole podcast recording thing. See how it goes. Yeah. Um, so I reckon take it away and we'll just see how this works. Okay. So we okay. are... <laughs> We're not only live on Twitch with Michelle Grace Hunter's crew. Hi, everyone. We are also on the podcast of You're, You're Killing It. <laughs> Michelle's always just a little bit behind. We never get the timing right. Uh, no, my name's the delay. <laughs> the delay in the Zoom is so funny. It's so bad. We do. I like it's it. So, I like it as well. Ash said she loves it. So she said the intro is the best. So we're going to uh, roll with it. Yay. And we also use uh, the amazing Sawyer's Real artist, with, who is one of Michelle's good friends. He does our podcast oh music. God. And we've literally been told often that it is the best podcast intro music ever so thank you soy oh my god tama it's so amazing that you said that because today i'm actually playing soy's new album that just dropped um yeah. it's called let me just uh, it's called just add rain volume three and also yes. i do the intro to the album 
Oh, so if you want to listen <laughs> to that, it's playing in the background, guys. Just let me know in the chat if you can hear it as well. It might be a little soft, but I am playing it in the background of the Twitch stream today. And we'll oh. put links, um, at, I think, for our um, podcast listeners as well because it's so yep. good. Yes. Not just because I do the intro, but yes. Anyway. He's, he's a <laughs> what are we talking I'm... about today, Tama? Okay, so today we are talking about midi cries. And what is a midi cry? Michelle, do what you want to explain cry? what a midi cry is to everyone? <laughs> a midi cry, well, our version of the midi cry is a midlife crisis in which you have a full-blown identity crisis. And, I mean, for us, it was like changing our hairstyles to the most crazy things you've ever seen we're going to show some examples coming up on the stream <laughs> but uh basically an, an identity crisis where you're trying to find yourself who am i what what is what's happening where what's what's going on in our lives and we're going to yeah. talk about basically where how we got to that point what started the midi cry yeah and what finished it yes yes and it, and it manifests the weird thing is that for both of us it manifested in bizarre hairdos and it's kind of probably because we are creative people and mm. I think it does manifest in lots of different ways for people but for us it obviously is hairdos and I think it's quite telling when you look at our hairdos probably what we were oh my god you guys are gonna die. yeah very, very we fun. just we just figured this out recently that we both had a midi cry that involved crazy hairdo so um the other thing that i should mention for those listening on the podcast today we are live streaming from my twitch channel today uh, we've never done this before so if you hear us talking to people in the chat um that there's a chat of people listening to this conversation live so um it's yes. my community that have been around for um Oh, over 18 months now. So it's so good that we can join our worlds and I have know. a bit of fun. This yeah, is really I, cool. Yes, I'm really happy to be here on Twitch uh, with all the crew there. And, yeah, we're happy to have our podcast listeners tuning in as well. We will send, uh, we will put some photos up in a collage of yes. all of our, our hairdos. And uh, we'll be as descriptive as possible while we're doing this for those of you that can't see the photos while you're listening to the podcast as well. So, should we kick this off, Michelle? We should, absolutely. Tell me about your first midi cry. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just, I need to go, I need to scroll back. Okay, I've got to find the photo. Okay, the first one, I mean, I've got to find the first one. Okay, this is the first one, I think. All right, this is the first one. Okay. So uh, let's pull up the... <laughs> Which the one first one was, yeah, so it's the black and white photo uh, where I'm like leaning forward and yeah. the, the half of my head shaved. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one. Sassy. I've got it up on the screen at the moment so everyone can see. So, um, so I guess I should explain what happened basically was uh, after my catastrophic business failure, which we have spoken on the, um, the stream and the podcast before, Mm. And I got into photography and it was the first time I think I was really emerged in the Melbourne kind of music scene. And I started mm -hmm. meeting just really cool people and just like, I felt like I could for the first time in my life actually be myself. Yeah, I really, I just, I don't even know how to explain it, but in all of my previous jobs, I, you know, I would always try and push the envelope in terms of what corporate wear was and what you're allowed. I was always getting in trouble for what I was wearing and stuff. And so when I went freelance and I had none of that, and I was meeting all of these artists and creatives and musicians, mm. all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I can kind of do whatever I want. And I started, I guess, experimenting um, with my hair. So the first thing I did was actually shave one side. It was only a small section. And this is, um, this is probably the second iteration. I think I went a little bit higher here, but this is, mm. um, and then I, I dyed it blonde. It was originally red. So the, it's kind of a, yeah, it's very blonde there. And it was still quite long at this stage as well, but this was, this is very close to being the start of the midi cry <laughs> <laughs> it's very edgy because I didn't I mean how long ago was that because we're it was 2000 and late 2011 okay late so chicks were shaving yeah. their heads back then because I remember yeah like <laughs> it became something where chicks were starting to but I remember uh it wasn't that common um 
I reckon when I had my first midi cry and shaved all of mine off. <laughs> I, I think by the time that I did it, it was way like I'm thinking like 2008, 2009. People were doing stuff like this, and I was I was probably a little bit late to the to the train. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, but you were having a midi cry, so you're allowed to. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are the guys in the chat. They're all saying that they love it, and I do too. Thirst trap. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, you need water. That's so funny. I Jose that. saying she's got an undercut. So this this ended up being uh, well. She'll see later on when we show some of the other photos. But this ended up being a full undercut, the whole back, very high as well. Mm. But we'll see that later on. I had one of those as well, actually. I don't have any photos of the undercut, but I loved my undercut. It was I did too. I had that undercut for a long time. I've actually just, it was really just before lockdown that the undercut had kind of finally grown out. It took so long to grow out. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. I know. <laughs> they're, not, they're not fun to grow out. Sorry, Zoe, but um, they're not. They're, my an, hair. Abs- <laughs> they're an absolute my- bitch to grow out. <laughs> my hair, uh, apparently, grows so stupidly fast it grows over a centimeter a month that's yeah i reckon i'd be the same yeah I sh- have i shown you the photo of before lockdown and um one year into lockdown have i shown you that photo tam like you no. will die i'll have no. to show you that um show me it's it literally grew like i'm not joking it literally grew like this much yeah <laughs> everyone was like the people that hadn't seen me were like how what the hell happened? <laughs> I know, I know. It's nuts. Like mine, honestly, it's like starting to get caught in my crack. <laughs> Yay! So long. I'm the same. My mum said to me the other day, this is so funny. This is so this is passive aggressive mother to a T, but she was like, she said something like, you know that you can get money to donate your hair? Like she was hinting that I needed a haircut. <laughs> you can. You can donate it for wigs. Oh my gosh. And that was her way of being like, ah, get a haircut and get a real job. A hundred percent was my mum's way of saying I needed a haircut. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, the ash oh. is like, that's when you know it's too long. It is, it is ridiculously long. I did have a it booked is. in the day, like a few days after we went into this last lockdown. So, you know, I yeah. was prepared to do it. But- Me too. I know. Yeah, I feel like are. this much regrowth that that's why I'm wearing this hat at the moment. <laughs> are we? Are we going to see? Are we going to go photo for photo? Are we going to see yeah. one of your? Yeah. All right, let's let's go. go. Let's stay on the shaved head uh, train. All right. Which one? Show, show me the one on your screen, and I'll pull it up on. And um... I think we'll just go straight into my first probably midi cry, and we'll go for the big mohawk. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are you the mohawk? I, I don't. Oh my god, the mohawk. What, what, like, okay, so I've got the photos <laughs> up here. <laughs> and I was trying to obviously be a little bit feminine with boobs hanging out in a pink singlet. Good one, mate. <laughs> but I used to skate. <laughs> That's definitely a midlife crisis right there. And I was only about 21. <laughs> oh my god, it's so mini mohawk. <laughs> So my boyfriend at the time had one as well. So we had a his and her oh, thing going on. And wow. That used to be. Yeah, well, Benny, I had, said that, Benny said that's a full-blown adult mohawk. That's not a mini. Yeah, that's a my Yeah, it was quite massive. And I, it was even longer than that. I used to dye it like green and red. But I've only got one of the photos of it in black. But that was an interesting time, actually. And I definitely am someone that will probably dress depending on my mood. And I will mm-hmm. also change my hair depending on my mood. So mm-hmm. hair that I have now is probably the longest I've had, like as in I've had it pretty normal for a really long time now. But back then was quite interesting because I grew up in a fairly, like a town that, um, you know, no offense to people that live there, but it just wasn't for me. I, I got away when I was 18. Same, and I was like, same. But yeah, not not into it. Um, but I actually had a little bit of a hard time at high school and stuff uh, with a little bit of picking on people, bullying or whatever. Same. Like I had some, like my, my two big sisters, really beautiful looking women, right? And I got to high school and um, some stuff like guys are saying, oh, the other sister's coming to high school soon. I want, you know, um, when I got to high school and I was just young, you know, and I joined and they're like, oh, you're the ugly one. 
So I kind of, yeah. So going through high school, I was like, oh no, like I'm the wow. ugly one. Wow. Yeah. And, wow. and yeah, you're the little sister and you're the ugly one. So I was like, this sucks. So I kind of got a bit over it. And so I just got real attitude uh, in my teens. Yeah, and you stuff. just like fully rebelled. Yeah. And, and I was kind of um, around about that time I was doing like, I think, oh, maybe it was a bit, a little bit earlier than that. I was doing like theater shows. So I was like Rizzo in Greece. So I was kind of getting a little bit more of like the sort of rebellious stuff. The edgy kind of rebellious. Yeah. Yeah. And I had like an old classic car, but I basically was like, you know, had pretty regular kind of haircuts and stuff. I I just got sick of it and it was pretty much like a, a, a big like stick it up your ass like fuck you type thing and yeah, I was just like I'm feel, gonna shave my hair I'm sick of this shit and I also love punk so music amazing yeah so, so Ash I, has asked um as she's she's asked have you do you style it every day or did you ever just let it flop to one side or was it always in uh, and how much gel did you go through Zoe asked <laughs> <laughs> So the so putting the fan up actually took quite a while. So that I would use a hairdryer and hairspray and you would see. I can't it. even imagine. Yeah. So <laughs> and so my ex-husband used to stick the mohawk up for me and he used to shave my head for me. He'd always cut my head. It was so annoying. I was just like, but yeah, it's a two-person job. That's so, why he's your ex, because yeah. he would cut your head. <laughs> <laughs> Physically cut my head. But um, so it was quite a big job to stick the mohawk up, but I used to do it like pretty much most days but yeah sometimes I just have that sleazy little like rat tail thing going down the middle of the hair and just like rock a ponytail um yeah and I used to get called bulldog so you know it wasn't always I wasn't always putting myself out there for what's with kids and asshole the worst (laughs) yeah my yeah. nickname at high school was Gonzo because I had a really big nose and I have um, obviously was so psychological, psychologically traumatized that I had a nose job. So you uh, did not. Yes. Yes. Seriously. Are you seriously? I wanted, I had the same thing, Mish, because like, again, my saying my big sister's be- like, they're very beautiful girls and they've got these cute little ski slope noses and I've got a massive, Honka, like it's I got a big nose and I was like it was quite funny when I was um you know a lot of my singing days people have told me I look like Bette Midler, Barbara Streisand and Amy Winehouse and what's quite funny about them is that they've all got quite prominent noses but also like our eyes are all quite close together <laughs> so we've got some uh... also amazing singers <laughs> amazing singers so oh, they are amazing so what but what's very interesting about it is that actually with your face and the way that your structure of your bones uh, your bone structures and stuff is actually determines the sound of your voice so I've heard this I've actually yes. heard this before yes yeah. so the shape it's of such, my nose it's such a shape Mm, no, no you, you go. go you go oh it's gonna say the shape of my nose <laughs> you know you go no you go the shape of my nose is actually what gives me the tone and timbre of my voice so if I went and chopped this is that what I'm bone, saying yeah and I use so. the I use my nose a lot for singing to it's, it's an air yeah. chamber and so um if I was to slice that down or, or cut it down I would my voice it would, would change. change yeah yeah this is I mean this is the thing that that's it's uh I mean like for me it was a very positive it had a very positive impact on my life and it really got me out of my shell I think because it was um uh it was very it really played a big impact on had a big impact on me it really um I guess it's very hard to even communicate Mm -hmm. how much of like the trauma affected me at that time but anyway I got that done and was like you're like hey that's so okay let's go into your next hairdo then with your new yeah let's do it and (laughs) I think that's an amazing story but what's sad is that that's come off the back of people just being dickheads that it's just like you know I know and now we it was look it was it was really positive I sometimes think oh man you know because it was my nose was um very Roman type nose so I had a bump as well and um I want to see and you know it was very much like my father's nose it's a very Italian very Sicilian nose and but I'm really like I'm I'm stoked honestly it was a really good thing for me I don't think it's you know necessarily the right thing for everybody but Mm. yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, you do. Yes, you. I understand completely, Tegan. Um, let's, which hairstyle would you like to look at next? I would like to talk about the perps one with the fake glasses. The perps. <laughs> the perps. All right. The perps What's going the- on there? <laughs> What's going on there? This is quite late in the... <laughs> This is quite, um, AD saying he's part of the, uh, he's got the Italian Roman nose. I mean, like a lot of Italians have, it's very, it's um, very common, you know. Mm. Um, Yeah, so this was, uh, it's really interesting too, because a lot of, um, I used to get a lot in the, in the um, music industry scene. A lot of people used to think I was a lesbian and I'm not offended by that at all because like shout out to all my lesbian friends, but yeah, um, I've had the same. This was definitely this is definitely around the, the the peak lesbian kind of vibe that people were, people would just be like, Oh, I'd say something about my husband. They're like, Oh, I thought you were a lesbian. <laughs> uh, I love you. Like, um, ah, you're just assuming that. That's I'm not, I'm actually really, really into dudes, but I do like <laughs> this haircut. Um, so I, um, um, this was, uh, I mean, it's really, they're all kind of iterations of the same haircut. They would just get more and more extreme. So yes. like, it would, this was just like, um, you know, it's the same haircut as before. It's a little bit shorter. It, I went from orange to blonde to like a, a, a rusty kind of color. And then the last color I went was this purple, which I kind of really vibed actually. And I don't know why mm. I'm wearing these glasses because I don't need, need the glasses. glasses. So, yeah. <laughs> um, they're definitely fake glasses. Um, <laughs> so I'm just pulling the music back up. That's awesome. So, uh, thanks, Tegan. She's saying she loves it on me. I do. I actually do. I mean, I think it's great. I'll show you some other iterations of the same. This is the same haircut, but orange. The orange was around for a long time. The orange Um, is sassy. I like that. Yeah, that was around the time that Rise came out. It's Mm -hmm. the same haircut. I got the little. I got the little speed. Little speed um, lines shaved in the side as well. Yeah. that's a little speed lines one. And then the, the blonde. Speed blonde. lines. The little blonde oh, yes. as well. So the blonde with the with the cap. I've got the, the baller cap on. That was they're all the they're the same haircut but different colours. I would just experiment mm. with colour a lot. Yes. So but you suit like, all of the colours. You've got the right complexion and face shape, and you've got the nice, yeah, you've got a good face shape to pull off the shaved sides as well, which is yeah. I did really I did really love it, to be honest. I was, I, you know, and I think that's why I had that haircut for so long. Bring it uh, back. What's next? What's next in your? What's next in your? Okay. Um, oh no, this is okay. So yours are attractive. Mine are not. Okay. So <laughs> no, I wouldn't say we've got other ones. <laughs> let's talk about how I was way ahead of Sia Fuller, and let's go for the oh yes, let's call this half. Yes, this is not yes. the, the greatest photo, but this is, and I got okay. This is the epitome of meltdowns, okay? So I went, see a fuller. Okay, I went half black and half peroxided blonde or white, Cruella DeVille stars. This is 2009. See a fuller came out with her half and half in 2016. So to say. I feel like, and, and even I still see this a lot, like now at the moment. Mm. Mm. I think <laughs> uh, maybe 2008. Well, even earlier than that, I have to go back through my Facebook photos to have a look. Anyway, as you can see, I was coming off the back of the Mohawk punk phase, Sid Vicious t-shirt, still massively into it. It's got a slight uh, kind of chub going on there because I was drinking a lot of beer. (laughs) (laughs) And why was I doing that? Okay, so I had moved to Melbourne at that point in time. But what was interesting about this point in time is I was pretty young there. I was... Even though I don't look like it, like the, people call me Benjamin Button because I actually looked older when I was 22, 23, 24. I, people I say that now. to me as well, Tam. People yeah. say that to me all the time. They so see younger weird. photos and they're like, yeah. Why do you look younger now? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Benjamin Buttons, it's good. But that this one, and we won't show, I don't think we need to show the one. Yeah, which the one? Which no, one? Which one? The no, we have to show it. It's no. so funny. It's so funny. We need to show it. Don't worry, we'll show a bad one of me in a sec. So this one, bad. this one is. This I one was, is. Can I speak to the manager? This one is. Yeah, this is very speak to the manager. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> this is a epitome of midlife, midlife crisis because I was only 24 in that photo 24 and I was married with a mortgage 
and I'd already been married for like a few years and mm. I actually you, you look like you actually look like you've been married at this point like this is very... <laughs> okay so I I was like this was it, this is an interesting point in my life this was the I reckon lowest of the low for me in that time that I was um I couldn't sing I had um encountered vocal problems and I lost my identity and what I thought mm. my so I thought I would you know go on to live this fruitful career of being this you know singer that was doing all this amazing shit and touring around the world and stuff and I ended up having vocal surgery and um I got really depressed and so here I was like 22 23 24 years old unable to sing which is all I knew myself to be as a singer who was going to go off to do great things I was married with a mortgage and a shitload of debt because my ex-husband and I were just not killing it at that point in time in our lives. And he, as much as he is a great guy, was just not really that driven or keen to do anything much with his life. And um, so we kind of just ate a lot of food and drank a lot of beer and like just just didn't really do anything very meaningful. And I was just totally mm. lost. So that photo is actually quite an interesting thing of like, I'm this young person trapped in this old person's body. Cause you, I mean, I look like I'm 40 something in that photo and I'm literally yeah, yeah. like 22 or something. Um, and yeah. that's when I was like, okay, shit's got to change. And that was, that was a massive midi cry that one. So then I went, we'll go back to you <clears throat> but I went and no, I went no, and, do and then well, I reckon I, tell us the next stage where did you go from there the next stage I think I went into uh this one so I lost my weight oh 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 what about lost all my weight chopped my hair off got a bit confident there I feel like I was Is, were you divorced by this point no, I was still married there. Um, still married. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. This we definitely were... looks like a divorce haircut. Oh, my divorce. Yeah. That, actually, I don't think I've got any. Oh, yeah. Look, this is okay. This is a divorce photo because look how skinny I was. And then it literally looks like I've grown noodles on my head. That's divorce days. <laughs> Where's that one? I've got, oh, I've got to find that one. Hang yeah. On. I was not eating any food at that point in time. Yeah. Oh yes. And that, but you oh, know, I again is... see I was that's I that's me at, at 29. So, you know, I looked you... younger there than I did when I had that half and half red thing. Anyway, that was interesting. That's... So, yeah. Let's go, let's throw the ball back to you <laughs> and um, discuss the next... I mean we could definitely when I when I I did. I kind of chopped all my hair off at one point. It didn't last mm. that long, to be honest. Um, mm. But this was this was just when I first got it cut all off, and I was going to my friend's twenty first. Is um, it this one? Ah, uh, no, that's the next one. Because then I, I kind of did it twice. It was the one in the yellow top. Oh the, yes, a little bit longer in the front. I love um, that. I did really like this haircut and I have, there's some actually really cool photos because it's when I started doing radio a while back. I've got some really cool, we did a photo shoot where my hair was like this. Um, if anyone's ever seen um, Cherie, my best friend, put together uh, a collage of me looking like Justin Bieber, it's um, of me <laughs> when I had this hair. It's really funny for some reason. I really look like Justin Bieber at that point. It was very, very funny. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know, I just, chopped I I think we were talking about this before we went um before we went live but we we're just saying how like I don't know once you kind of shave your head or cut it like you stop being so attached to your hair and you're just kind of mm. like it's gonna grow back just mm. do like whatever mm. and I definitely got to the point where I was like oh I'll just chop it see what happens and um mm. the only thing I don't like about this haircut is once it started to grow a, even a little bit it definitely gave me like mumsy vibes and I was allergic to looking anything like them I was just like no, I just I just hated too. it even if it grew a little bit so I was kind of mm. like I just was never really happy because like three weeks after you get it cut I'm like I look like a middle-aged mum and I'm not vibing it so yeah, that's what yeah. was frustrating about that haircut the other iteration of it was when I, I dyed it black 
and mm-hmm. um, and I, the, yes. I cut the, sh- the fringe very short again. See, I think uh, you suit the, same, the fringe. The same Your fringe has actually grown in lockdown quite a bit. Yeah, no, I'm trying to grow it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to do something a bit new, but it's yep. it's an it's an iter- it's an iteration. <laughs> photo oh. mum, I definitely look like photo mum in this one. That's for photo sure. mum. Photo oh. mum. That's my nickname with my Twitch community, Tam. Is photo, photo mum. mum. That's I love that. That's awesome. I actually. <laughs> Speaking of the short fringe, I had one of those. Yes, yeah, so have you got one? I did have yes. one, but um, I'm I just realized I didn't put it in our collection. But what was funny, my mum used to be like, Yeah, I think you should grow your fringe out. And then it came down to it that basically I did a collage of myself with a sloth next to me, and I my I looked the same. You know how sloths have fringes? legit i need to try and find you that because it was <laughs> you've got to find this sloth <laughs> oh, what up matt i need a poster check hang on a sec yeah the sloth um, one that is so funny the yeah. sloth one. Oh my god i need to see the sloth photo uh i'll go through i'll, I'll yeah you talk about your um your <laughs> well we went from the mumsy short one i'm sure that the sloth yes. photo will appear I'll- somewhere yeah, that's right. What up to uh, Matt and also Brittany with the 17-month subscription. You're on a 17-month streak. Nice to see Woo. you here, my love. We're doing, if, thanks for those who've just joined us. We're actually recording our uh, podcast that Tamara and I do together. You're killing it. We're live streaming slash recording today just for something different. And we're talking hey. about our midlife, our midi cry, our midlife <laughs> crises, which involved us just drastically changing our hair to the most ridiculous thing yes ever yes and yes. <laughs> yes. I don't I think I might be finished what about my... this one hang on no no this one we haven't talked about this one which one Can you it's the one with the um like the like leopard zebra print on the side oh yeah like... that one um <laughs> how could you miss that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh and did you I, the one of me singing Ah, uh, this one. Wait, yeah. where is that one? Oh, oh yes, the zebra. Did you put the zebra up? I've got the zebra. It's it's yeah. It's the it's the zebra one. So it's a, a okay. tighter shot of that. That one was freshly divorced, a single. <laughs> um, my my voice. This is a freshly freshly divorced haircut. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I was feeling sassy as. I, oh yes, yes, and I had just got my singing voice back after years of surgery rehabilitation. Like I said, I got real flat and depressed because I couldn't sing anymore, and, and I'd had all this training, and I was ready to roll. And so then, going on to that picture that couples with it with the leopard print was my very first <laughs> appearance back on stage after divorce, vocal surgery all of that all of the things so oh yeah let me try and find that one that's this one here there we yeah. go whoa what a bloody <laughs> hump, babe. so you could see that I was like quite there's a lot of energy going on in this this part of my life here because I was like I, I just felt like a new person I was like I'm free I got a lot of shit to get off my chest so yeah um, things felt good see Brit. Brits just said, I wish I had that level of confidence. Do you feel like, because I, Brit's very young. I think Brit is um, 22, I believe. Hi, Brit. Maybe, maybe 21. Brit, Brit, Brittany. Um, Hi, Brit. Uh, yeah. My accent's like, Brit. <laughs> Brit. 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 It's Brittany. Uh, no. Um, but I, I would never have done, at 21, I was so attached to my hair. Like this was, this was, very, I didn't start, mm. this was like in my 30s when I started doing crazy shit. But you were a little bit younger, weren't you? Oh, man. I so, shaved all married my Married very early. Yeah, I shaved all my hair off. Yeah, well, I mean, I got the mohawk at, I started doing the mohawk at 18 and kept the mohawk I, I had for that. a long time. So, and, but like when I was 18, like chicks didn't shave their head then, like, you know, like, yeah, because I'm obviously in my 30s as well. And, um, oh, here's the sloth. Um, and I, <laughs> I'll send it to you. And yeah, um, put it in the, um, in the Facebook chat because then I can put it up on the screen. Okay. Hang on. Um, yeah. So I think I just decided um, to just, I don't know. I don't think I really, I just don't think I really cared 
for me, I wasn't trying to, I don't know what it was. I didn't feel like I needed to look feminine for anybody or I didn't try to, I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to like um, try and be hot or anything like that. And I think like I was saying, um, it was, it did come off the back of, you know, it was kind of sad. I mean, you said that your nose, your nose job, Mish, but it did come off the mm. back of like being teased about being the ugly one out of my sisters and stuff. So I was like, well, I'm going to go hardcore. Like I love punk music. I was like screaming in punk bands and stuff. That's part of the reason I ended up having vocal surgery. Um, yeah. And, but at the same time, I was like, just basically like, you can all go piss off. Like, and I just wasn't trying to attract anybody really so when you if you don't feel like you need to impress or attract anyone then you're just gonna go and balls out and do what it what it is that you feels right for you and you know yeah there's like a there's a real self-confidence that comes with just not um giving a shit performing to whatever you're just like you're not giving shit that's definitely I mean I just came to that a lot later I think and that's Mm. exactly how I felt it was just like this is I feel comfortable in expressing myself yes um it doesn't need to be anything it doesn't need to be overly feminine it doesn't need to be it's just like this is just how I feel you know this is just how I'm expressing myself and I I I felt really I felt very cool and very artsy at that time you know like I felt like oh I'm part of the scene now and I can just I just felt comfortable to express myself because I saw so many people around me that were also comfortable and that didn't that just meant all of those um preconceived ideas about whatever I would just we're yeah. just gone that's what I love about being creative and in the creative scene it's just like you can just express yourself however you want I love that yeah there's a real freedom in that which is awesome there is but I, th- I also think with, with the freedom there needs to be there is freedom but it's also subjective in a lot of ways like for instance um some people might feel chained down like I want to say things like this but I feel like I can't because I might, might you know my friends might get offended or my parents might tell me off for like, you know, that's not, you know, that sort of thing. People can put mental barriers up as well. And um, I think if you can learn to pull those, those barriers down and go, actually, do you know what? I actually don't give a crap. And um, I think, I think it is kind of interesting because yeah, it, it's a mixed thing. You, I think if you're creating, you can't put your stuff out there and care, care what other people are going to say. It just, you just, you just can't because if you care about what everyone is going to say about your creative stuff, you will not put anything out because you're never going to please everybody. And I think if you're going to put yourself out there with some of whatever you're doing, um, <clears throat> just, I think it's a good idea to ha- share it with some people you trust who will give you feedback that you are looking for, that is constructive, that's helpful. Um, but you know, sending yes. it off to sending a song off to 20 people and saying, what do you think? Shall I release it? I don't think that that's very productive or helpful because yes, people are always going to tell you. I saw something recently, Tam. Mm. I saw something recently that said, never take criticism of someone that you wouldn't was like you wouldn't aspire to be or something like you're not just taking criticism of people just randoms yeah like you would take criticism of someone that is you know a mentor or someone that's yeah. really influential in your life but other than that like it is all subjective like I think that's yeah. such a great point um and, yeah. and you do you have your circle of trust and people that um that you can show stuff to I mean this is like this is why I love creating this twitch community is like trying to create a really welcoming um, circle of people that you can just put out your art and mm-hmm. you know that we're not going to s- smash you down and tell you that it's wrong and then that yeah. what you're doing like this it's there's a space to create there's a space yeah. to make mistakes there's a st- space to learn yeah um, but it's not about harsh critiques I'm sure we might be like oh how about you try this or what about this next time but it's never about oh my god you did this wrong because that's yeah. I just think that's so counterproductive to Mm. um creativity and exploring and learning and all that sort of stuff so yeah 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 yeah. and that's you know we spoke to poppy reed uh about you know her as a journalist and giving people reviews and and on people's work and um i think and she's she's got a great outlook with it all but i i just think that if you go and seek advice from people that you don't necessarily uh aspire to or look up to or uh and they tell you something you know that could throw you off something that you really love 
then is that is that necessarily yeah. the best thing? You know, I you know I've I've even had it uh, recently where I've written and produced a song that I really love, sent it off to some people um, that who are you know in the industry um, mm-hmm. and didn't hear didn't get what I wanted to hear, like just you know and and so therefore i'm like why should i stop loving what i've created just because there's a couple of people in the industry that might not be gelling with it so i'm going to put it out anyway yeah, absolutely and then look there's um the few people in the chat are touching on uh because matt said he's turning 30 in a couple of years and, and benny and ash are both there next year but um I, there's such an obsession with youth in australia and i mean yeah, and, and new time. zealand would be the same but like no new zealand's well, not much speaking not really. Well, it definitely is in Australia. It's like, and and uh, what up, Sheree? Nice to see you here, my love. Um, there's something that I really wanted to touch on because everyone's talking about it in the chat, but you're mm. in your 30s. I'm in my 40s. Mm. Um, and I think there's such a fear about turning 30 in particular seems to be one that people are really scared of. Can, can you speak from your experience? Because my experience is literally like the best years of your life are when you yep. keep, like there's something in the freedom, the self-confidence to just, I don't give a fuck anymore about your thirties, which is just so yep. inspiring, really comforting. Sheree said yep. to say what's up as well, Tamar. She said, hi, Tamar. Hi, Sheree. Um, <laughs> can you talk to that a little bit about how mm. did, how you found your thirties? Cause I, I, it makes me sad when people say that. Cause I'm like, you don't know what's coming up. It actually is quite honestly, yeah. the best years of your lives. I think. And I mean, the forties for me have been amazing as well so 40 40 um, yeah 40 let's go but um yeah, yeah. like there's a there's this expectation that you need to have I mean I didn't pick up a camera till I was 31 I didn't have my shit together before I was 30 like my life yeah. I feel like it began in my 30s yes. so yeah. Uh, yeah what what how do you feel about that Yeah, totally. I agree. So for me, I think, you know, I did my life a bit back to front. I was married with a mortgage at 22. um, And by the time I got to 29, um, that's when things started to, I was petrified of turning 30, by the way. But, you know, I felt, I felt like, you know, I had been up to my eyeballs in debt for the mortgage, divorce papers, and, you know, husband and married life and behaving like, I was basically in my 50s when I was so young and I couldn't get out there and write the music because I, I couldn't even sing. I I physically had no voice. I had to spend years recovering and rehabilitating and retraining myself um, and actually getting, which is shout out to my old vocal coach who Kimbra actually put me on to. She saved my life. Sadly enough, she actually passed away just on Friday, which is really sad. So shout out to Cheryl McClay because she is, oh, I know. It's so sad. Yeah, and it's hard because we just had um, uh, her her virtual online um, service this morning, which is so sad. But So oh. Cheryl taught me a lot. But one of the things is that like, I've really enjoyed being back home in New Zealand for the last year as a female artist here because there isn't that that level of that obsession. No, we've got artists like Holly Smith here who is an incredible artist and she'd be Mm -hmm. like maybe 42 or something like that and she is like God here and the younger musicians Mm. look up to her and you know, yeah. a lot of the boys in the in the massive bands here that um you know do the festival rounds and stuff, they're all like they're dominating. They're in their like mid thirties, forties. A lot mm-hmm. of them are dads. A lot of them are, you know. So there's a lot more kind of freedom, I think, um because you know growing up here in New Zealand, everyone's, they, you know, we we've got like you you go into marais and you learn how to sing waiatas with um the elders mm-hmm. on the marais and yeah. you learn that being able to express yourself through music it's not anything to do with age when I moved to Melbourne I did feel that was was different and um it's really drummed into people it's like yes the latest youngest hottest new thing yeah. like that and that there's thing in the industry yeah, yeah. and even all like, of the women talked about it yeah and you did her sound her story which I thought was fascinating and um it's there's definitely a you know it's been carved out that way that people feel like they're in a hurry I read Poppy Reed's um article the other day that she wrote off the back of that triple j tweet which I think 
kind of caused a bit of shit there for a lot of people um yeah it was so funny because i i shared that tweet because i thought it was hilarious because i i knew the intention was not aimed at artists obviously it was not aimed at artists it was named, yeah. aimed at the you know the 45 year old guy that's like triple j doesn't sound the same anymore like but <laughs> unfortunately artists took it really personally and you know to be fair um it started a conversation that's a, we had had already with her sound, her story, there's a whole segment dedicated to ageism. Mm. It's a it's a thing that nobody's really had the guts to stand up and talk about. So, I mean, yeah. you know, um, mm. I kept jumping into chat, like to threads saying, hey, guys, I don't think this is about you. I actually think yeah. this is about listeners. But they were like, it doesn't matter. And I look, I totally get it. Mm. Like I have the privilege of not being an artist and not being able to, you know, not taking it personally. Yeah. Um, I, I totally saw where everyone was coming from, but um, yeah. it did definitely spark some conversation. That's for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think the thing is, is that, you know, for those of you who are listening, who are in the younger age bracket and they're, there's this feeling of like you need to be in a, a massive hurry because you're aging out and you're not going to be relevant and stuff like when I released my first single I um literally had like yeah Sony and Warner in LA and stuff contacting but they were actually asking my manager how old I was how mm. old is she how old is she and my manager just didn't give my my age out um but you know so it was very much a real thing of we need to you know we need to ensure that yeah. she's so if you are feeling that it is out there and it does suck, but it, there's also a world of opportunity outside of what you think you're. Well, we don't need are. to buy into it. Like we yeah. don't need to buy into it as individuals, like the, you know, society and the industry and all that's can be saying all this stuff. But if you speak to any artist in their thirties, forties, fifties, they will all say the same thing. They will all mm. tell you they're doing their best work. Now. Because of course they are. They've more yeah. experience. They've got more things to say. They've got more opinions about politics or whatever. Mm. So of course they're doing their best work as they age. So like yeah. you know, but I oh, um yeah, you go. <laughs> no, I just so- I just think it's 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 frustrating to see that it continues to to be a you know a point when you talk about like radio play and stuff like that and it's you know it's mm. still definitely a thing but we I don't know as individual creators and stuff it's it's I, I mean I'll just keep expressing that life gets better when you get older so if, it's, you know I'm just yeah, gonna keep honestly, saying that it's no but it's so much better it's so much better in your 30s. it's so much better like, I wouldn't want to be younger now my god it's no. lot, it is like it's no. lots of, like I think the interesting thing is like because I lived my life back to front by the time I got to 29 30 I was ashamed of my age and I was ashamed of my age because I missed out on all the things I should have done in my 20s. So I started doing them in my 30s. And, you know, being single, like traveling the world, going to festivals, partying, doing like whatever I wanted. But the mm. cool thing was, is that I had financial freedom. I was free from a relationship that I was not happy in. Um, and I just was, I just spent that the time of like getting my shit together, writing the music I wanted to write, um, and doing what I wanted to do. And I think, you know, you start to get more comfortable with that stuff as well. Yeah. And, you know, like far yeah. out, man, I'm like living the, the best time right now. And um, it's got nothing to do with how old I am. Uh, it's like, yeah. yeah. And you just, you just become, you take more risks. You become a bit more ballsy with your decisions that you're making. You know, you don't. You're way you more know. self-assured. Like you just yeah. like, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Nedrick's in the chats just said I'm in my late 30s. I still remember uh, when I was in my late 20s. I had so many people telling me I had to quit music by 30, oh. saying it's too late now and let the young ones do it. Really glad I ignored oh, them. Having good. so much fun good. now and very happy. We love Yay. that. So- exactly right. I love I just love that that is so, so good. good thank you for sharing that and that's exactly right don't stop writing don't stop creating honestly like fuck what everyone else is saying about so you have to be a certain age and succeed at a certain thing you should be in this certain place when people get to there I don't know if people believe in stuff like the you know this the satins going around the sun or whatever but they talk about satin return I'm not into like astrology stuff I but don't at all but no yeah, a lot of people but, are super into it so but I, no yeah, yeah yeah no but this is like something to do with scientific like literally yes the gravity and all the I don't know I, I yeah don't, don't apparently yeah but apparently it starts around the 29, 30 uh, and people start to question, you know, like 
Oh, I feel different from my 20s. I feel differently about oh my, my decisions. God. I feel differently about my friendship group. I feel differently about what I'm going to say and create in my music or in my art. And just go in and, and grab that and just, you know, don't feel bad about, about, you know, those things. Like face them head on and go, that's cool. Like this is my chance to, to actually tackle yes. some of that stuff and be, yeah, just enjoy it. And yeah, yes, Asha said it's um she's in her satin return. It's upheaval. I definitely feel like that twenty that twenty eight twenty nine. I know for mm. me was like a huge like massive change in friendship group, massive mm-hmm. change in priorities, massive career. change in just the way career, the way that I look at my life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you. I think you start to shed a lot of that, you know, stuff from either your high school or your university years, and you're just like, oh, this maybe. I don't need to hang on to all of these people that I've got nothing in common with anymore. And you start finding new friends that, you know, really understand you or or accept you for who you truly are and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely a thing. Brit said it's uh, I think it's a similar thing too. Like I have friends of all kinds of ages, all walks of life and people find that really weird. And I'm like, why age simply should not matter at the end of the day. It's just life experience or anything. Anyone that knows me knows that's, very much the case with me I have friends that are from 18 yep. all the way up to like 65 so um and that, I think it's exactly. really important too yeah so exactly. so important to have friends from different age groups. all different ages if you can if you can have those connections and relationships with people of all different ages like power to you that's great that's what you know we learn from different age groups you you're constantly oh. learning from different age groups and um that's a, you know that's so interesting that you say that um <laughs> you don't agree soy we're listening to your new music today soy by the way um, I what you don't agree with I learning say. from different age groups <laughs> so, so, that- i don't agree with your qualms michelle <laughs> he definitely agrees um oh, I love uh, that. You know, that's that's one of the things I think is kind of sad about. Well, there's a bit of discourse in the moment um, at the moment with, you know, making fun of boomers and all that sort of stuff because you know they they can be very annoying. Um, but there's also <laughs> like wis- there's also wisdom in like older people that in I think boomer. we've lost a little bit. Don't you yeah. think? Like there's a real like I've an animosity from younger people towards older people, which I don't really understand because we've always learned from our elders. It's like those people they've. They've often done all the dumb shit that you think's really new. And yeah. like, it's like, no, we did that already. <laughs> Some yeah. of the stuff that I'm seeing at the moment, I'm like, we went through that. We just called it something different. <laughs> so you'll grow out of that in five years. Trust me. <laughs> love you lots too, Soy. Thanks for popping in. Hi, Soy. Um, I love yeah, it. We did yeah. mention before, Soy, where um, we are recording the podcast live today via um, the stream and we're playing your music. So we're going to put the link to the, the new album, which is awesome. Yeah, we love it. Um, yeah. yeah Mildred has just popped in um, and said, hi, Tamara and Michelle. Just wanted to pop in and say hi. I really agree with you on that. I have so many hi. friends who bring so many different things to the table and you don't see uh, and collaboration is so important, especially in the creative industry. So that's yes, lovely. yes. And yes. welcome to the stream, Mildred. Yes, welcome, Mildred. It's cool to have you all here. Yeah, I think, do you know what? It's the funny, funny thing is, um, like, Mish, you've got heaps of young friends, so do I, and um, heaps of friends who are a lot older as well. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. one of my closest friends who has mentored me through my whole um, I guess, working career and technology and, and coaching teams and things like that. Um, you know, he's in his fifties and, um, and has taught me so many things, but you know, where, where I've got to with my businesses, with, with the wellbeings network and, and funny business boys, um, you know, the things that we're doing and building on and doing in that it's, it's, it's creative stuff that's crossing over with technology. And Mm. um, if I didn't have that mentor who's in his fifties, who's, you know, paved the way for that side of my career, you know, we wouldn't be able to do half the stuff that we want to do, you know, in that business world as well. Uh, And yeah, so it's, there's no, just go out and like, you know, connect with people who inspire you and who uplift you and who encourage you or, um, you know, to maybe like we said, taking, take a few risks of trying a few different things. Like you, you're not, you're not going to be just only, uh, you know, to, like trying to get in front of one audience type as an artist, like you, you have mm. to just where your music takes you. If, if it's music that you're doing or, you know, visual art, 
find that just understand who that audience is and that crowd because people will be getting value out of it it doesn't have to be a bunch of 24 year olds and like I I love 24 year olds I think they're great like I've got lots of 24 25 year old friends but you don't need to try and um you know please one specific age group to try and get opportunities come your way because that's almost limiting yourself Mm. yeah Zoe said um you're both making me feel less weird for getting along with everyone no matter their age I definitely feel like I'm going through a stage where my whole worldview is shifting and uh and care about what others think is fading away can I just tell you also Zoe that continues to happen as well Mm. there's not just like one point in your life I I mean I can't that's that's like a constantly evolving process for me is that my worldview completely changes like what I thought at 21 holy shit was I so dumb holy shit Mm. like it just (laughs) you just like you just have life experience you learn you see um the the world from such a different point of view um and it just it keeps continually to evolve even stuff I thought five years ago I'm just like oh Mm. my god I was Mm. so wrong about that so Mm. um I think just allowing yourself to be open and mm. listening to different points of view, I say this all the time on the stream, mm. Tama. And you know, I say I say this on the podcast as well. Really be open to different points of view. It's honestly the best thing for your own critical thinking, for your own just shaping yourself as a whole human. Don't mm. cut out those people that that you know that disagree with you on one thing. It's so unhealthy. I can't mm. tell you how unhealthy mm. it is. So mm. Yeah. Keep those people around and, and you don't have to agree with everybody and everything. That's a very boring life. If that if that's the way you're gonna Absolutely life, boring. Sure. Yes, yes. Boring. <laughs> boring. Keep things interesting. Have some, and also do. have some healthy, healthy debates. It's okay to disagree. You can have yeah. I lo- I've got some great friends. We have even glows, he's a really good example, or um probably all of my friends that are the smartest people I know. We have healthy debates disagreements where we're coming at stuff oh, yeah. from completely different views and we're yeah. at it like passionate and yeah. it's so good it's like yeah. this is the best like we're yeah. actually because we know that we love each other we know yeah. that we're coming we're coming from it we're not gonna um ditch each other at the end of the argument this is yeah. about trying to show if you're really passionate about something trying it's mm. also like you're trying to persuade the other person hey this is my worldview this is what i'm telling you exists yeah rather than going fuck you you can't see it from my <laughs> like whatever i'm never <laughs> talking to you again like no no it's and, like you know disagreements are fine like it's it, it you know don't go and you know chop someone's top knot off if they're pissing you or something but I just just remembered when I was like 23 or something I had an argument with one of my mates it was like a debate but I was like by the end of it he went and sat on the couch and I got annoyed with him so I literally went and got the the clippers and shaved a massive stripe up the back of his head yeah so I don't do do that that anymore (laughs) don't do that anymore oh my god (laughs) Benny just said the best quote and I agree with this Benny Mm. best thing I learned um, as a kid if you walk into a room and feel like you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room yes yes Benny Benny boy that's right I love that oh my god this is why this is why I used to really um I I haven't been on Clubhouse as much but this is why I loved Clubhouse as much because I used to go into these rooms where I was literally the dumbest person in the room by magnitudes yeah and it was so inspiring to listen to really smart people flesh out like I don't know philosophy or just stuff that I'm just like quantum physics stuff that I know my little brain is not going to be able to comprehend but I love smart people talking about things like that it's so inspiring so So good Benny yes that's a really good Brit said but Benny I'm the only person in the room currently that's funny (laughs) (laughs) and Amy said never stop learning never stop listening oh I love yes really good vibes so oh well I well loved this an hour yeah oh my god so what good a great chat such so a good chat fun. yes have yes. you loved your first twitch stream I have loved it it's been really nice <laughs> I want to be able to next time we'll work out how I can see uh all of you the can see the chat up. yeah yes. for sure I think but- that I think it's like a second time thing because it can be very overwhelming the first time because it's just like what what yeah. is happening yeah, you're you're yeah, reading all the things a, at the same time. You're reading all the things, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But this was great. It was great to go through our wild midi life crisis and our hairstyles <laughs> and chat to everyone about oh, getting older. So it was super fun. I know. Thanks for being um 
thanks for being awesome my twitch community as well this yes. is this is really good we should definitely yes. do this again sometime oh we should definitely do it and yeah shout out to your twitch community shout out to our listeners on the pod um and yeah. everyone that supports us and again like we need got- to get all of the listeners from the pod onto the twitch and vice versa vice yes. versa so twitch yes. and pod cross, and cr- yeah cross, cross pollinate pod. yes Yes. And we've got a couple of, um, you know, if there are some um, topics that you'd like us to talk about, we do have a couple up our sleeves, which people have requested, which we we will be doing very soon. Um, Don't be afraid to message us on our Instagram, on Mish's Discord. We've got prizes coming up. Oh, my goodness. We need to tell people about that. We've got a big competition coming up, actually. And I'll let you you go go touch. Do you want to I tell think, people now, or do you want to wait? I think we should tell people on Friday, potentially. Okay, we'll tell yeah. people on Friday. All right. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's fine, Mildred and um, Matt. Thanks for being here as well. Um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll yeah, let's do that on Friday. Let's um, yeah, we can totally end this now. And, uh, and <laughs> what else did I have to say? No, I had to. Say, uh, no, that's fine. It's all good. Okay, I'll let my dis my, my chat people know in Discord. But okay, thanks for being here. This is yeah. fun. Well done. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.